Well, this morning, I thought we would start by kind of playing a game. Uh, anybody here old enough to uh, remember the game show Name That Tune? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Because I'm old enough and uh, looking around the room, some of you are a little older than I am. So, uh, hey, let's, we're going to play, it's kind of, uh, we're going to sing a song. That's what we're going to We're going to sing a song, and uh, but I'm going to ask uh, Laura to kind of play the song, and then uh, when you know it, you raise your hand and let me know if you know it. So uh, uh, go ahead and uh, just go with that, whatever key you're going to go with there, and go. Nobody's got it? The wedding march. Here comes the bride. All right, uh, try it a different octave. Try the same. A lot of blank stares out there. Okay, here we go. Um, uh, would you please attempt it in uh, chords, please? Chords. This little light of mine, this little light of mine. Let's sing it. The first, I don't know what the first verse is, but let's sing the first verse. Ready? Let's do this thing. It's a key, when it's one key, a little difficult, right? And when it's chords, a little easier, and then you kind of bring the whole thing together and it makes a lot more sense. Listen, this morning what I'd really like to talk about is kind of finding a rhythm, finding rhythm. Hey church, we want to find some a rhythm. We want to make uh, some music and we want to have a beautiful harmony. As a church, we are called to have a song that we would sing. So follow along right there on the screen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 says this. Says, Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and songs in the Spirit. Sing. Everybody say sing. Sing. sing and make music from your heart, from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks, always giving thanks to God, the Father, and everything. In the name of Jesus, our Lord. In the name of Jesus, our Lord. And so that's what we want to do, is be a church that would sing and making music unto and for uh, the Lord. That's what we want to do as a church. It's good for us to make this kind of music. Okay, put this next picture up here for me, please. And uh, uh, this is a modern piano keyboard. It has 88 keys. And uh, some of you might think that I know how to play. No. I uh, have no idea, but what I can tell you is that it has keys, individual keys, and uh, I asked Laura, uh, you know, I said, okay, first time around here, what I would like you to do is, uh, what am I doing wrong, buddy? Oh, no, I did nothing. You're not getting anything. Test one, two. Test one, two. There it is. Uh, sorry about that, you guys down there. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. You're going to have to watch the beginning of it later on uh, Facebook, okay? And we're going to catch you up on what we were doing. All this silent motion I was making, it'll all make sense later. But, uh, all right. So here we go. Here's a modern keyboard. 
has 88 keys on it, 88 keys, and then there are seven octaves. And each octave, so the notes are A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, as you make your way down uh, through that uh, keyboard there. And uh, that's the modern keyboard, right? The keyboards used to, to make music, and we as a church are also called to kind of make this music. That's what we're supposed to do. And so I just kind of want to talk a little bit about that this morning, uh, because we are, in fact, individuals. We are individuals of the church is also kind of broken into individual keys and kind of chords and also making music and it's also kind of separated uh, by these things that we call octaves and so individual keys individual keys psalms chapter 139 verse 13 says this for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made God has created uh, you as an individual, and you have your own sound, and uh, so I want to get to know you better. I want to get to know you as individual keys better. So, um, this you are the audience, and uh, we're going to uh, kind of get to know each other a little bit better in the audience, and uh, you're going to have to speak out loud, and then I'm going to repeat what you say so that the, the gang down in the gym. So everybody just kind of say, hi, Becky and Mike, and say, uh, hi, Randy and Sarah, and kind of look back there at the camera and wave at them, and uh, there's a bunch of kids down there too. So, all right, here we go. Question number one. This, this is audience participation. Audience participation. If you were sitting a little closer, I'd say smack the person next to you and say, you got to participate, but you're not close enough, so now you got to throw something at them. And then Laura took all the hymnals out of here, so we can't throw those. All right, here we go. Listen to this. Question number one. Who has attended Countryside Christian Church the longest? The longest. Who has attended Countryside Christian Church? Anybody here start last week? Anybody longer than that? Okay, we're going to go back in time. Anybody? <laughs> what, three weeks now? Three weeks? This is the third week? All right, very good. Um, and, uh, okay, who's attended the longest? Anybody uh, start coming in the 1970s? Raise your hand, 1970s people. You started coming in the 70s. 1960s people, 60s people. Anybody start attending in the 50s? 50s, 40s? Anybody in the 1940s? Now, I try really hard. Tell me your name. Pat. Pat. In the 1940s, you were attending what was then Rapid City Christian Church? Holy cow. I don't know if you guys know this. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. So, okay, you started attending. Do you remember the year that you would have started attending? No? Sometime in the... I was 13. I was, you were 13. I know, I was 93. And now you're 93. That's a long time. I can't do that math. Really <coughs> a long time. She has been around here. Okay. And, um, all right, I'm going to, do you have a favorite memory? No? no I, that's a hard one, right? Over those many years. Um, all right, we'll come back. Here we go. Listen to this. <clears throat> I want to know who traveled. So Pat has been here the longest, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2010s. The, wow, a long time, right? Now, uh, that's okay. That's one key. That's one key. You got it, right? One key. Been around here for a long time. Uh, okay, let, let's do this. Who traveled the farthest to get here today? Uh, both in time and miles. I think the loads has traveled, what, 17-ish? 16. 16 and a half, yeah. And, uh, yeah, 17 is way, 
Wait, missed that one by a half a mile. And, uh, and so, uh, anybody travel farther than uh, 16 and a half miles to get here today? Do you know? Do you know? Right? All right, I have no Gail, I don't know where you live. So, Coal Valley, still have no idea where you live. And, uh, so, how far did you travel, Gail? Well, then how do you know it's more than 16 and a half miles? Right? Might not be. So we're going to go with, it is farther. All right. All right. Chris Evans says, it is farther. That's the standard. So there we go. All right. So more than, what about time? How long does it take you? Moses, how long does it take you? 25 minutes. 25 minutes and 35 if you stop for coffee, right? So 25 minutes. Anybody longer than 25 minutes? Okay, 25, so we're kind of going 25 minutes out, and for a long time, individual notes, individual notes, been around here, next question. Um, anybody here baptized in this church? In, in the countryside, Christian church, yes, 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 Moats, yes, Don was, yes, Gail was, Dawn was, tell me your name. Mary. Mary, all right. Mary and Pat, I get this. Mary and Pat, Ryan was, all right. So several, several individual keys baptized here. Several individual keys baptized here. All right, uh, Mary. Mary, anybody married? Yes, 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 okay. How long ago, how long ago married? Two years ago? Pretty close. 1983 is longer than you guys. 1983. Do you want to say it out loud? Who else was married? Somebody else was married here. 94. Right? Almost 26 years. All right. So there are people in the church that have been going here for a long time. We're baptized here, married here, and uh, the individual keys. We are the keys of the church, right? We're the individuals that are. We have a, so. Another way that, that that works. Now listen to this. Um, here's one. Um, we'll do this kind of in two seconds. Currently, we know. I think we already know what family has the most children present. Um, and uh, and uh, so yeah, I'm kind of looking around. Way in the back. Way in the gym back. Okay. And so uh, uh, Ryan and Laura got the gang here. And now let's just let's try something. Let's just. Uh, I want to hear from some of you others that have been around here. And uh, can you also remember a family once upon a time, no matter what, a family once upon a time, just had a lot of kids that came to the church. Maybe that's you. How many do you have? Family once upon a time, they had a lot of kids that came to the church. Jared Duford's back there. He's trying to figure it out. Sue, Sue Reed. Sue Reed. Chris Reed's mother. There were six of them. And so the Reed, Reed family, Reed, or Reed? Reed. Oh, was that like uh, Big and Little Chris? Okay. See, I went to camp with Big Chris at Rock River Christian Camp in the 80s. That's how old I am. So, um, so all right. Um, so the Reeds had a lot of kids around here. Back in, the must have been in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, somewhere in there, right? So, all right. Those are individual keys, individual keys. And so aren't you glad you came to church this morning, okay? 
And uh, you thought we were going to talk about the Bible. <laughs> uh, okay, so and so the church, the church comes together, and it's made up of individual keys. And uh, when Laura's up there playing, each individual key has a role to play, right? But it sounds better. It sounds better when it comes in chords, in chords. And so uh, we know that uh, good music involves uh, individual uh, keys. However, it's better with chords. And so what's a chord? Here we go. Uh, chords are small groups of keys. And chords work best with keys. And keys and chords work together. They work well together. And so here's what the Bible says. Romans chapter 12, verse 5. It says, um, In Christ we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to the other. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, it tells us that uh, it is not good for a man to be alone. And so as a church, as a church, I uh, kind of want to find out a little bit more about chords, chords in the church. And uh, here's question number one. How did you start coming to church? And the reason I ask, how did you start coming to church is because probably it required some other keys for you to start happening, start coming to church. And so uh, put on your thinking cap, uh, you guys in the gym, you can talk amongst yourself. How did you start coming to church? What was the kind of cause and effect you started coming to church? Okay? Go. It was a real cute girl that invited me. It was a real cute girl that invited me. All right. So, all right. We're good. It required another key, didn't it? Roger, I think you had your hand up. Patrick's mom and dad invited our family. Pat Ricketts, mom and dad, invited your family to come. So one family reached out to another family and said, would you come to church? Okay. All right, Don? Uh, my uncle and aunt, Roger and Bill, they were uh, invited my mom and dad to come to church. Okay. They, and so another family invited the family to come to church. All right. So it required uh, some keys that were already established on the keyboard. And they kind of reached out and said, well, why don't you join our band? Right? Other instruments kind of, yes, no. Can, it's a great analogy. Work with me here. Okay. And so, um, okay, next question. It says, um, who invited you? I got that one. Uh, as a church, as a church, as a church, we're made up of chords. And uh, can, what is the largest church attendance event that you remember happening at the church? The largest event you remember ever happening at the church? Women's Salad Supper. Yeah. So when they got rid of the men, the church grew. No, All right. They were serving and doing dishes. They were serving and doing dishes. It was a horrible thing. <laughs> I like this church. All right. Yeah, the ladies are the next week. We're the ladies only church. And uh, we'll be right now. So, okay. So, Larso, what, okay. Do you have any idea how many people came to that thing? That, that ladies event? 220. 220 ladies. So, all right. Man, the guys must have, you guys must have been messy to have that many guys have to clean up after you. So, all right, that's a, that's a tremendous event. And that was here? We didn't use paper plates either. They didn't use paper plates either. <laughs> that's right. Some guys still got a backache. <laughs> Chiropractic, all the chiropractors in the area. Great. Uh, another event, any other event that you can remember other than that one? They had a, it's a large attendance. The old, that's the only one. One time there were a bunch of leagues. Roger. 
Many years ago, when we were in Granite City in the little great church, there were 155 there on Easter. On Easter, 155 on Easter in the little brick church in Rapid City. All right. Wait. I think Michael Hawk's funeral was probably. Michael Hawk's funeral. We had, we had people sitting in the aisles here. We were feeding people in the classroom. Yeah. How long ago was that? Eight or ten years ago. Yeah. Now there's not that long. Now there's a fight going to break out over. It was sixteen and a half miles. It was seventeen miles. Eight and a half years ago. No, it was nine years ago. She's. So. All right. So I just curious. Just curious. The big bet. Big bet. All right. What? Okay. Here's one. This is not self-indulgent. I promise. But I am curious. I'm curious. Okay. Um, uh, when church comes together, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll be able to be a point made here. Some of you are still wondering if there's been one made yet. So, um, all right, here we go. Do you remember, do you remember any sermon or sermon illustration at the church? Not a video thing at the church. Sermon or sermon illustration ever at the church. Relationships happen. Relationships have an expiration date. Relationships have an expiration date. Okay. Who said that? Yeah, I did. Now, when she said that, did anybody else remember that that was said? Okay. Again, it's a core, right? When we come together and we remind each other of things that happen in church or about church or spiritual things, there's kind of a weaving of fabric that comes together and we remember things that way, right? And so there's individual keys and then there are chords, okay? You with me so far? We're trying to establish something here. And um, so listen to this. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 says, Two are better than one because they have a good return on their work. Philippians chapter 2 verse 4 says, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Paul's making it pretty clear that there is this concept, this idea that there are individuals and we have a task to do, but as a church we come together and then we can accomplish things as a church and that's the way the church is as supposed to function and operate. And so there are, not only are there individual keys and there are, there are chords, but there's also octaves. And so put that picture back here, we go octaves. And so uh, these octaves, you can see there, uh, there's, I don't know if octaves have a name, I don't need to know, but, the, but I know that they're grouped that way because I Googled it. Um, and, so they're, and so they're grouped that way. And so to me, that's kind of like a timeline that goes across there. Kind of a, there's a timeline, there's kind of a sequence, that kind of a progression that moves across that thing. And so I'm just going to kind of use that to, to, to say this, that uh, it goes A, B, C, D, F, G, and then it moves on to the next one. It progresses the timeline. And, uh, and the church has kind of got this timeline thing uh, going on too. Church kind of has a timeline thing uh, going on too. Uh, anyone here, are you old enough? Do you remember where you were when John F. Kennedy was shot? Raise your hand if you remember where you were when John F. Kennedy was shot. Okay? This is the only one I can say this, so I'm just going to kind of say it loud and proud. I wasn't born yet. 
okay? Uh, and so I, I don't, you know, and, uh, but the rest of you guys are like, yep, I know exactly where, okay, let's move, okay. Uh, do you remember where you were, raise your hand if you remember where you were, uh, when uh, uh, President Ronald Reagan got shot? Remember when he got shot? Say you remember where you were, remember where you were, remember where you were, okay, okay. Um, what about um, the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded? Remember that one? Loud broad, okay, okay, now we're bringing a few uh, more in here, okay. Uh, how many of you remember where we, where you were on 9-11? Uh, 9-11, you remember where you were in 9-11? 9-11, okay. And uh, one last one. Who wants to forget 2020? <laughs> yeah, we're all yeah. Let's just kind of move on. Fast forward the clock. I'm out of here. I'm done with this thing. All right. Here's, okay. So there is a progression. There is a timeline, right? We've already established that Pat's been here uh, for almost a hundred years, and uh, existing for 93, and in the church for a long, long time, right? Uh, some uh, just married a couple of years ago, and so there is this. A kind of sequence of things that take place and so I have some questions that I just I want to get to know you better and uh, all right question number one uh, who went to rapids I call it I now I think I think I understand this I, I might be really really wrong some of you can help me with this I think when it was Rapid City uh, uh, Christian Church and some of you attended that I think there was kind of a, a campus number one and then a campus number two that right? There was first there was a building and then there was a second building in the Rapid City. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Pat says yes. All right. So here's the question: How many of you, if any, started attending or you were a part of the Rapid City Number One location? Mm -hmm. Connie, Roger. Okay. Okay. Now, all right. How many of you started attending? Started attending this church? during Rapid City number two location, two, the second location. Not sure, Jerry's kind of wondering. I'm not sure either. I'm not sure either, Jerry's not sure if they're questioning it. All right, now we're gonna move this, we're gonna advance this thing a little bit more. How many, is there anybody here that started attending after it was no longer Rapid City, uh, but it, the, they bought the Zuma School, it was just the school, and uh, anybody start attending, did any of you start attending church here when it was in the school? Wayne started attending, so it was after it moved out of the Rapid City, out here into the Zuma School, started attending then, all right, uh, and so that was pre-sanctuary, and then anybody start attending, obviously yes, but I'll clarify. Anybody start attending after 1984? In 1984 is when um, the sanctuary, was, who was I talking to? Gail, I was talking to Gail. Gail said, her, she said, your kids were born kind of when this thing was going 83, 84, right? And she said, 1984, Easter, right, is when you moved into this uh, location. So is there anyone that started attending this church after 1984? Some of you guys are going, yep, yep, yep. That, that you, okay, now watch this one. How many of you have been attending less than five years? Less than, less than five years, less than five years, less than five years. Okay, is there anyone in between that less than five year time and the 1984 time? Was Wayne? No, that no. Wayne was the, he was Zuma School pre-sanctuary. So nobody in the church right now that started attending after '84, but not five years ago. Okay, there's a void there. All right, 
But, but it sounds like we have people that were kind of in Rapid City 1, Rapid City 2, Zuma School, not between 84 and five years ago, and then within five years ago, it's kind of, but you can see kind of the breakdown, right? And so as things kind of would change and time would go by, more people would kind of jump in. Are you with me? And so, oh man, here we go. So the church is made up of keys and chords and sort of over time in the idea of octaves and uh, has a job to, of making music, has a job of making music. That's what the church has, this job. Anybody, okay, here's one. Um, has, have any of you guys ever been to a, see an orchestra? You ever seen an orchestra? Seen an orchestra? Have you been to sort of like a Broadway kind of a play that had an orchestra down in the pit? Have you ever been to uh, like the Tax Slayer Center? Think they, they kind of have an audience about 16,000 people at the, in the Tax Slayer Center? Have you ever heard some something like an orchestra there, big crowd? Uh, what about uh, the Adler? The Adler, I think, is the home of the Quad City Orchestra. Have you been to the Adler and seen the, or the symphony? symphony? Some of you, some of you. Have you ever been, have you said, you know that, this is something I, I kind of had to write this down. A symphony, a symphony, a normal symphony will have about a hundred musicians in it, and there will be uh, there might be a dozen or up to sixteen like violins and violas and cellos and basses. There'll be multiple uh, flutists and oboe players and clarinets and bassoons and trumpets and trombones and tuba players and kettle drums and, and there'll be multiple harps and there'll be a piano and a harpsichord and, and on and on and on and on and on. There's all these different instruments. So you've been, so you've seen something like this, right? And here's how that goes. Uh, before the before the show begins, you go and you take your seat and you hear you hear the orchestra warming up, right? And and this is kind of down there. Right, and they're playing through their their uh, uh, their their chord charts, or they're they're doing their their fingering exercises, or their breathing exercises, and they're warming up and they're playing. Right, you're familiar with that kind of sound? Can you kind of mentally get a picture of that? And, and then guess what happens? Then the conductor will kind of step up, and he'll get the attention of the uh, uh, of the orchestra there, and then the conductor will you know what happens? That's right, the point. To the oboe player, point to the oboe player, and then and then the oboe player is going to, in perfect pitch, the oboe player at four hundred forty hertz. They're going to play the note A. The oboe player will play the note A. Just the oboe, a hundred musicians. Multiple instruments, multiple musicians will begin to play the note A. Then, then the stringed instruments will listen and begin then to match the note A and match the note A. And then the horns will start to match the note A until the entire orchestra comes together and they are all sounding A. That's the church. That's the church. That's what the church is to do. Individual uh, notes, individual notes, a note in and of itself, it, you can't get rid of it from the whole orchestra, but by itself it's not nearly as 
we didn't even know what the song was, just the individual. But then when it comes together, chords and, and the chords, and then, then they begin to play, and the different octaves and the changes, and, and it all begins to come together. And maybe the choir chimes in, and there's altos, and, and there's baritones, and it, it all comes in, and it sounds A, and it sounds A, and it sounds, that is the church. What is, what is A for the church? What is A for the church? The church is the sound of Jesus Christ crucified. There is no other name but Jesus by which we can be saved. That Jesus Christ is the King of kings and he is the Lord of lords. And that is to be the message of the church. And, and there is only one means to salvation and that's uh, Jesus Christ. That God has a son and he came to this earth to walk around and be among us. That we might uh, see God in the flesh and the human that he is. And, and that he understands the struggle of being a human. But he offers us salvation even though he can relate to struggles. And he himself went through so many difficult things. We are to be a church and a body that comes together and we lift up all that we are and who we are and all the note that we are and we sound A, we sound A, we sound A into our community. We sound A. That's what we are supposed to do. The church has a job to do. In fact, Ephesians, Paul says it this way, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, he says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. What is the work of the church to be? To sound A. To sound A. To sound A. What is the work of the church? There's a word for it. Um, sometimes it's a dirty word. Um, it's kind of associated with things that might make us feel uncomfortable. Uh, I'm going to say the word and maybe it will make you feel a little guilty. Uh, it, it should sort of make you think maybe how you relate to uh, your neighbors, uh, the people that you'll see later in the week or you'll call later in the week and you'll communicate with and associate with. And The word is evangelism evangelism and maybe maybe this is kind of here's a picture maybe that's what you think of when you hear the word evangelism and you think in order to be an evangelist you need to learn how to re-pronounce the name of christ and you have to pronounce it jesus right because uh, when you turn on the tv and, and you watch sometimes uh, that's the way uh, these guys might pronounce it and, and when you think of you need to be an evangelist for jesus that, that maybe those are some of the images that come to your mind but those are not the kinds of images that should come to your mind because this is the way that jesus prays that in the book of matthew jesus said all authority how much authority is that Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, Jesus said. Therefore, go and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Here's another way to put that. You can kind of see a picture of the bread there. And I think maybe you missed that verse there. Here's a picture. Evangelism is one beggar telling another beggar where to get bread. That's pretty good. One person in need telling another person in need how to get their needs met. That's evangelism. 
and make no mistake about it, we as a church are to sound A and we have an audience. And we have an audience. Jesus had an audience. In fact, we learn about that in the book of Matthew chapter 9. That's our verse 35. It says, Jesus went through all, all the what? Jesus went through all the what? Towns and villages. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news. You know what he was doing? He was going from town to town to town. He was sounding A. Verse 36. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. He loved the people that were in his audience. Then he said to the disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Church, we are to sound A, and we have an audience. <clears throat> you kind of take a hard right turn here, and, and some of you guys would be able to just kind of chop me up and dice me up really good on the numbers here, so don't chop me up and dice me up on the numbers, uh, because uh, we heard earlier that you can get locked in on the number, right? You get locked in on the number, no, it's 16 and a half, no, it's 17, you know, and no, it was eight years ago, no, it was seven. You can get locked in on a number and they kind of miss the general point, right? So don't, don't chop me up on the numbers, but um, just some stuff, right? So there's a red line. The, the red dot is our church. It, it doesn't, the, the, uh, the red dot is our church. The blue dot is the Riverdale School. And then the red line that kind of goes all around that, uh, that's the district. That is the Riverdale School District, okay? Uh, that's the Riverdale School District, and those are the lines that are, are there. And um, I think maybe when they were drawing the line, somebody sneezed. <laughs> so, I don't know. But, and so those are the lines, and they do all kinds of school districts, kind of things. That, so, but so inside of that, inside of that, that I'm going to just call that our audience. It's really hard to see up there. It's really hard to see. But it says that there's, I've got Rapid City, and, and you just go to Google and you type in Rapid City, and then it'll tell you that it has a population of, and it says uh, 957, Fort Byron and Cordova, and I know that parts of Cordova are in and out of, of the district, but um, and then there's Hillsdale, and there's Coe Township, and Zuma Township, and, and so uh, just, you kind of go in there, and you kind of, it says, uh, there's about, if, if you just, if you're just kind of to take a little bullseye, kind of, our ministry reaches to the world through missions, but the neighborhood that we're sounding A in, the uh, the arena, the arena that we are sounding A in, is, and the audience that we are sounding A in is about 5,600 people, kind of, in that, just right there, right? Uh, obviously, it doesn't include the, you know, the more than 6,500 people in, in Genesee, or you kind of go over there to, to Cleveland or Silvis, and, you know, there's 10,000 people over there, or maybe another 4,500 people up in Erie or whatever, you know. No, but just kind of zooming right down there, there's 5,600 people right, right, right there, right there, right there. And uh, you kind of break that down a little bit more. And, and uh, you know, if you go to the Riverdale School District website, they'll tell you there's uh, 1,168 students uh, that were attending. Uh, that's in their district. That's in their district. And so just kind of work with me. Just, I'm just trying to give you word pictures. 5,600 people in the Riverdale School District, um, just as a, as just kind of a target of bullseye kind of a thing. Um, 
And then we have, we don't have, we don't meet in the tax slayer center, 16,000, we don't, you know, Adler, but at Countryside Church here, you know, 200 people fit in here, we'll say 200 people fit in here, and, um, and 200 people is 3.5% of the 5,600 people in our area, okay? If we were hitting 3.5% of, of, if we were sounding A effectively to our community, our niche of that would be 3.5%. Does that make sense? Do you see how I pulled those numbers up? Does that, I'm not saying yes, yes. The, do you see how I pulled up the numbers there? That 3.5% would be our capacity would kind of thing like that. And then of that 5,600 people, if, if 1,200 of them are, are in the school system, and we were also getting 3.5% of our niche out of the school system. There would be about 40 students out of the Riverdale school that would be here and be like the days when the REITs were coming and their whole kids were, you know, and, and, and our church, us, we, you guys, we, we are the individual notes. But if it's just me, or it's just you, people don't get the song. But when some people come together and they start to play and they sound A, the message will go out to the community and we can reach a community with the sound and the song of our Savior, Jesus. Just think about these things in conclusion. As a church, we must ask, how do we best conduct ourselves to sound A, in our community? How do we best sound A in our community? Uh, Don mentioned there's a blood drive and uh, that's coming up <clears throat> and there's a flyer that you have and um, they've got a limited amount of uh, spots. But um, I think I, I think Laura had asked Connie to kind of reach out. There's, the church does a blood drive and there were some other churches that were asked and, and they said they didn't want kind of this one, they're gonna set this one out. And we said, well, let's let's try this because I keep hearing on the radio that in fact, um, there's blood is a need in our community. And so I thought, well, this gives us a chance to, um, and I don't know if any of you guys have access to that, but when you drive into Port Byron, there's a Port Byron sign that kind of scrolls messages on it. Uh, why can't it scroll uh, a Countryside Christian Church blood drive? Y'all come, you know, or, or something. And, you know, uh, why can't there be a flyer in, in every business in, in, in our whole community that says uh, Countryside Christian Church is doing a blood drive? And uh, our goal is to sound A, you know? Uh, we want to get to know you. We want you to know we're here. We, and why, you know, why can't we, uh, why, just how do we best conduct ourselves to sound A in our community? It's one thing to reach the globe, but then there's this community. And that question number two, um, what will be a lasting note, the legacy 
of this church orchestra? What will be the lasting, and what will be the legacy? What's the legacy of the church? What's the legacy of the church going to be? Question three says, what will this church look like in five or 10 years? Um, 10 years from now, Pat, we're gonna be celebrating your 103rd birthday, right? Will that be the legacy, right? Will that be uh, the legacy? Will that be the legacy of the church? And what will it look like in five or 10 years? What does the church do well? We need to ask ourselves, what do we do well and how do we capitalize on that? It's kind of like, who gets to sit first chair, right? They don't get, you, ever, you ever go to the school and watch your, your junior higher play in the band? How many of you did what I did and just wore earplugs to the thing and just sat and nodded, right? I didn't really do that. But that's what you want to do. It's miserable, right? No offense. No offense if you're in the junior high band, all right? But then by the time, you know, it's the high school band, it's better. And then the college band. You ever see the college band take uh, the field at a football game or something like this? Wow, right? And so you put your best foot forward. You put, And so what does this church do well and how do we capitalize on it? What do we do not so well? Is there anything we just need to stop? I don't know what that is. But I think those are real questions because the church is called to sound A and we have a community that we're supposed to reach. What does the church do well? Next question. What is the role of the average church attender? What is the role? Last question. Who can I bring? Laura, will you make your way to the piano there, please? Here we go. Listen to this. As a church, we should be aiming at having a full orchestra that plays and sings Jesus Christ in our community in a way that people would want to come and hear. In conclusion, conclusion, we stand. Let's sing all the verses that you know. This is the way.